Hello and welcome to the Learn to Live on Purpose podcast. We're your hosts, Angel and Kate. We started our family in 2017 and quickly learned that traditional family life wasn't really our style. We've been on a journey of crafting a more intentional lifestyle ever since. We started to question how and why we did everything, including our relationships, parenting, entrepreneurship, and wellness. Join us each week as we break down what we've learned along the way and how you can start to apply a little bit of intentionality into your life. This episode is sponsored by the new 1% Wellness free trial programs. 1% Wellness offers parent-friendly workout and exercise guidance with the flexibility you need. Choose from pre-planned six to eight week programs or select individual workouts from the gallery. The 1% Wellness app allows you to move your workout days as needed. Plus you get access to bonus yoga flows, guided meditations, stretch sequences, and more. Integrate your data from Fitbit, Apple Health, and MyFitnessPal to keep everything you need in one simple app. Check out the free trials at 1percentwellness.com. That's the number one, P-E-R-C-E-N-T, wellness.com. Hello, and welcome back for another episode. Um, Today, we wanted to talk a little bit about roles in our relationship. Um, And this was really sparked from a reel that we saw on Instagram and we sent to each other the other day. So it was basically a comedian joking about getting a call from his daughter's school and the school is asking him what the child's bus number is and because she can't remember. So the whole joke was supposed to be that, you know, he has no idea. And, you know, if they had a list of other contacts, they should have called anyone else but him because he has no clue what the child's bus number is. Yeah. They were like, you could have had a better chance reaching out to the neighbor. They would have known the bus number before I would have. And I don't know about anybody else, but that gets me fired up. Like just thinking about how normalized it is for it to almost be as if like fathers are stepdads or just like babysitters, glorified babysitters. And reading the comment section and seeing how many people agreed upon that or were laughing about it, thinking, saying things as is like, yeah, my husband doesn't know anything either. It's just that part really gets under my skin. And just how common it is to hear that I have you know, a lot of female clients, um, and a lot of them speak upon that about how, you know, they don't get a lot of help from their spouse or like when we're trying to schedule and we can't figure out a good time for them to redo a schedule because, you know, they have to check with their husband to see if their husband can watch the kids, um, things like that. So it just, and it's common. I mean, I see it all the time from moms in Facebook groups and moms on Instagram and moms commenting on some of my stuff too, that they feel like they don't have help and they feel like, their it's their responsibility solely to worry about who's taking care of the kids and i mean i hear people ask all the time like oh you know women don't feel like they don't have time to do stuff for themselves or whatever and people are like oh can't you just ask your husband to watch them like like you need to ask your husband (laughs) to babysit his own kids those are my kids man i'm sorry about any of that but like those are my children you don't need to ask me to watch quote unquote watch my kids like they are my responsibility just as much as you know, yours. And And we absolutely do not want to be judgmental about other people. But when you see so many women feeling super lost in motherhood and just overwhelmed and like they have no help, it's really hard not to be like, you you should have help though. No one should be feeling that overwhelmed and feeling like they're drowning, just trying to keep up with a household and kids and sometimes work on top of that. Like that's, it's so skewed and unfair how much in general lies on mothers versus fathers. Yeah. Well, also just accepting the bare minimum from your significant other, right? As from a husband and as a husbands. father. Like, yeah, like 
the fact that that is all that's required sometimes is that's not okay. Well, and you see it too. Like when you take the girls out, you would get applauded for, mm. oh my goodness, look at this dad out here with his kids and he's trying his hardest and he's such a great dad. But I mean, if I was out there and you know, the girls don't have a jacket on and it's a little chilly or something, people are so quick to judge. Oh, you're getting and... crucified. You're getting crucified. Because if I, if I sat there and I forgot the jackets with my kids, I'd be like, oh, he's, he's just a dad. Like he's trying his best. What a yeah. great dad. Like the, the bar is set so much lower for the men to be The fact that he's dads. spending time with his daughters. That's such a great thing. And I'm, you know, and it's just, I hold me to that standard, please. Like I want to be held to that standard that you are being held to. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just, it, it really just grinds my gears just to see that. And there's another thing that comes up often too. It's called weaponized incompetence. And it's when men, you know, you ask your <clears throat> husband to do something and he purposely does such a bad job that you'll never ask him again. Yeah. And that's not something I've experienced, but I've seen it so often. And I just, it, the first time I saw it, I was like, this can't be real. Like there is no way there is a grown ass man out there <laughs> fucking up so bad on purpose because he just does not want to help that badly with his own kids or his own house or something like that that needs to be done. We talked about that a little bit last night. And I, and then, you know, my response to that was, I, I can't imagine doing something so shitty and like being totally okay with it. If I do something very shitty or, or something that just like wasn't helpful, I would ask, okay, how would you like me to do that next time when I do that? Or how can I help you better next time? How can I make it so it's easier for both of us at that point? Right. Um, because, you know, growing up, our roles, you know, the roles that we saw from parenting were completely different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I grew up in a very traditional kind of parenting setup where my dad was always, he was a police officer for a few decades. And he was always working. It felt like he took extra jobs and stuff like that. And he worked midnights for a while. And it was really just my mom at home with us, especially when we were younger before we went to school and she had, you know, some kind of free time during the day. So I saw that I grew up seeing that traditional role of, you know, mom's in charge of everything. Dad's job is just to work. And then, you know, when he's free or he's home on the weekends or we have sports things, then he would be involved and and stuff like that. But for the most part, the responsibility of the kids fell on my mother. Yeah, which was interesting. I mean, I grew up in a very polar opposite household where, you know, my parents got divorced when I was an infant. And so I was born and I was pretty much raised by my grandmother. So and she would work and there there's times where I would wake up and no one would be home, you know, because she would have to go to work and she would work during the holidays. So seeing the roles in a household was never really a common thing for me to see, which affected how we kind of did, did things in our household in the beginning. In the beginning, it was a really like, um, how would you explain the beginning of our relationship was like when well, it came to roles? It was weird because obviously we were both working, so it wasn't the dynamic that I was used to, but I don't know. I feel like we didn't know what to do. And I'm someone who's usually like most of my life, I've been all or nothing. So I would try to do like everything because I felt like that's what I should do. Cause I saw my mom doing everything and then you would try to help. And there was no way I could keep up with all of that. And it was just really messy and back and forth. And then I think you tried to help us by being like, okay, let's structure this a little more because you're a big structure guy. Mm-hmm. And you were like, okay. <laughs> need my structure. You were like, okay, what if we, you know, have certain jobs that are certain people's jobs and you do this, I do that. And then you don't have to think about my stuff. I don't have to think about your stuff. And I 
think that kind of worked for a little bit before we had kids. Yeah, it was, it was they, like a Band-Aid. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah. was kind of like a Band-Aid. It definitely wasn't a long-term solution. But if you were kind of in a situation that we were in where you didn't see that growing up, it's it's like a pretty solid place to start. So we can start to understand that it's almost like working with uh, that invisible mental load, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't know what it is that you kind of deal with on a regular basis until we had that conversation. I was like, wow, you actually do a lot. Like, can I please take some of that off of your plate? And by doing so, we then started to separate a lot of what your responsibility was a little bit. But then we started to realize that that became more of a, you know, when you were, say, for example, whatever your role was, if that didn't get done, I would be like, hey, like you haven't done this yet. Right. <laughs> well, and that that's kind of natural when you when you set out uh, roles like that and you have kind of like a checklist for each person. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of natural to, to just have it be like a blame game. Like, hey, you didn't do this on your list and I did all the shit on my list. And like, what's up with that kind of thing? Yeah. And it wasn't really productive and it wasn't really helpful for us because there, I mean, we are human. There's, you have some weeks that are harder than others and you have some weeks where you get everything done and it's amazing. And you have more capacity at that point where you could help the other person. But if it's on their their list of tasks, you're not going to do it because it's not yours. Yeah. So that, like I said, that was pretty much like a Band-Aid. But like now when you look at our relationship, like- Well, parenting we, shook that up because when yeah. you have kids, especially <sighs> when you have babies and they need mom a little bit more- There is no way in hell I could keep up with what I was supposed to keep up with. Mm -hmm. So we kind of went back and forth on that. And I would try to do everything that I was supposed to. And it was messy. But like we got to this point where we started just helping each other instead of being like, hey, you didn't do that. If you see the dishwasher needs to be unloaded, even if it's not technically like your job on paper, you do it and it's helpful. Yeah. So our firstborn really put that in perspective because you went through like really severe postpartum depression and I really had to like we would say step it up mm-hmm. because at that point you were I was just surviving like for yeah. at least a couple months straight survival mode it was like you know I would be the one getting up and feeding her and taking care of her if she was crying we got to the point where because I was if oh my she God, cried overnight, you cried I had such bad anxiety when she cried and I was exclusively pumping because I couldn't breastfeed mm-hmm. so every time she got up I we had to feed her change her mm-hmm put her back to bed, then I had to stay up and pump. And I was I was getting like, literally no sleep. Yeah. So, so Kate, you stepped yeah. up and started doing the feedings and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I could pump and then we both got at least a little bit of sleep. Yeah. So we kind of alternated like that. But that really forced us well, that really forced me to do a lot more than what what you would consider my usual load, right? My usual role. Because at that point, it was like, you know, I would have to do a lot more of the cooking because you, you know, you did a really good job of preparing meals ahead of time that we froze and, you know, using there. that kind of kept us at bay for a little bit. But, you know, we, I would focus on, you know, breakfast and lunch and dinner and making sure that you had the things that you needed. And then I, it was also taking care of the girls. It's also making it seem it's not like Kate, Kate didn't take care of Arya, but it was more like I had to really assume that role. And I was pregnant shortly after and sick again with yeah, the first trimester. Exactly. So it was, it was a rough few months. So that really is what forced the shift, I feel like. So we we were doing more of that, like, here's your task list, here's mine, and blaming each other when shit didn't get done. And we shifted more into just having the roles be focused on helping each other and just finding some way between the two of us for everything that needed to get done to get done. Yeah. So like, for example, now, like dishes are what you would consider to be, you know, fall under my role. But that's not saying that if 
the dishes aren't done, Kate won't do the dishes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a matter of just saying like that is throughout the day, that tends to be more of like my daily ongoing tasks as like as well as cleaning the house and things of that of that nature. But it's not saying, like I said, that she won't resume those responsibilities if I'm doing something or if I'm out of the house and I'm working out or something, it's not saying that she's not going to touch a dish. Right. I'm not going to just leave the dishes in the sink and complain and be like, hey, you didn't do this. And same goes for my roles. So I do laundry. I do the food and the groceries and the meals and stuff like that. But like, I think last night you made dinner. Yeah. Because I was tired. I was working on something. I was working on something. Yeah. And you were downstairs and it was dinner time and I hadn't started dinner yet. And you just made dinner. It wasn't, hey, are you going to make dinner or what? It was, you just did it because it needed to get done. And who cares like whose responsibility it really is. Yeah. I'm not screaming up the stairs like, get your ass down here. Let's (laughs) make some food. No, like today I made lunch. Like you were upstairs, you were working, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I came home and got the girls ready made you a salad went upstairs and then we went to the gym yeah and it just worked out and no one got pissed off or anything like that and i don't know that's just been working out a lot better for us there's a lot less resentment Mm -hmm. everything that needs to get done is still getting done and it just it kind of flows from day to day like who does what but then we have these roles that are kind of the major things that we're normally trying to focus on yeah so the one thing that we do not split up and this is where we get the idea that dads do not babysit Mm -hmm. is responsibility for the kids that is shared always that is never ever one person's job or the other like these are our kids together we parent together we make decisions for them together Mm -hmm. and that just blows my mind that that's not how other people are doing it that it's really it falls a hundred percent on the mom unless they're asking for or getting outside help from someone else including their husband yeah like normalize that normalize that so like if you're a man that's sitting out there and is listening to this podcast let's step our shit up like let's really step that up like let's sit down let's have us converse a conversation with our significant other and let's really just get down to the to the the bottom of this like what is this invisible mental load that you have right now how can we work together and i think a big thing too because we went through this a little bit when you were trying to help with stuff is asking your wife what she needs help with is Mm -hmm. not helpful because it it, it kind of (laughs) it still puts that on her to like you know send tasks to you or give you all the pieces i used to do that like you'd be like oh how can i help and i'd be like oh you know i really need a new dentist appointment for aria you'd be like oh okay what's the phone number and then what's what's this this? what's that? that it's like the whole thing like whenever you see a father out in the grocery store and they're on their phone i'm not gonna lie that was me that that's me sometimes right but like eventually because we do things together so often i already know the brands and the types and we say grab this i know what to grab with this and that's a common yeah that's a common joke that people make too like oh dad's at the grocery store with their phones looking in texting mom like trying to figure out which one it is and like (laughs) you know what i mean so it's just just step it up and like in reality like as just as parents we need to step it up because we also want to model this shit for our children like i don't want my children to end up you know in some relationship where it's just very one-sided like that like Mm -hmm. we're a team we work together we problem solve together our house functions and flows together Mm -hmm. not as as one individual and on the other side of that like if you are a mom and you feel like you're drowning ask for help and i i'm sorry you should not have to ask you should have that support Mm -hmm. but if you're not getting it ask for it and be specific like angel did not know how to help at first but when you ask for even if you just start with one thing that you need off your plate start with that Mm -hmm. because we're not mind readers 
that's the reality of it. Like we, like I obviously like in the beginning, I needed a lot of direction. Now between practice and and going through that, and, and ladies, ladies, I love y'all, but also understand as men, we're probably gonna fuck up, and like that's okay. Know that we're trying our best. <laughs> I and know. If, if you want your husband to continue to try to help, like try not to pick it apart. I know it's really yes. annoying. If they, you know, use the wrong dryer sheets or they, you know, encourage don't fold us. your towels the right way. Encourage but... us. I'm telling you, man. Like, and I know, I think this is just a universal man thing. Encourage us, man. Like, like really let us know. Like, because it's also, too, you don't want to go down this other alley where it's kind of like, oh, it's okay. You did so good. And like, give me a pat on the head. No, nah, like, you know, we're genuinely But there's trying. a time and a place, too. Like, yeah. you don't want to, if your kid is trying to learn how to. I don't know, write a letter mm-hmm. and they try and they're so fucking proud of it. Yeah. You're and he's like, backwards. <laughs> like, Oh man, this sucks. Like, no, nah, you did You did such a great job, man. Like, like time keep and it place, up. just, you know, acknowledge the effort. So they want to, you know, keep trying again, but it's okay also to, to want things done in a the particular right way. way. Yeah. Not another the right way. Right. In no, a particular well, way. You use the wrong dryer sheets. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> don't use dryer sheet anymore. We use those little balls now. Okay. Whatever those are. So just in general, like everyone, any parents should be working together. That's like the bottom line. And it's it kind of goes back to what we talked about in the last one too, that it should always be us against the problem, not one against the other. Correct. I think that applies here too. Like Absolutely. The, the problem, so to say, in this scenario is all of the shit that has to get done in a household just to keep it to function. So it shouldn't be like me fighting with you over roles and responsibilities. It should be us working together Absolutely. to get that shit done. Absolutely. So listen moral of the story to wrap it all up men step your shit up you know women stop accepting the bare minimum from men and your husbands and really figure out what flows best in your marriage and listen if if you feel my ladies and my men if y'all feel like whatever it is that you guys are doing is flowing well stick with it do whatever it is but i'm telling you there's always room for improvement always always and so so we're curious um in the comments below, let us know, how do you handle roles in your relationship? Because anybody else that's listening in on this, there can be a little gem that you have that you guys, the way that you guys do things in your household and however your roles are, that can really make a massive difference or an impact in how a household really functions and and realistically saving a relationship in a marriage, I feel like. And we can acknowledge too that like our lifestyle is very um, not traditional. Like most people have at least one parent who works significantly more hours or more structured than we do. So mm-hmm. maybe someone else has, you know, something to help in a situation more like that, that we can't help with. Absolutely. So we appreciate y'all listening in. Um, yeah. So stay tuned for our next podcast episode. Once again, let us know in the comments, share this with another parent or anybody else that you guys know of, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys so much for making it to the end of another podcast. We're so grateful for your support, and we hope that sharing our experiences has helped you to see things differently. We would love to hear your takeaways or what you want to hear more about. Follow us over on Instagram at Learn to Live on Purpose. Send us a DM or share us with a parent that needs to hear our message. Our goal is to reach as many parents as possible and encourage them to make lifestyle choices that are in total alignment for them. We need your help to do that. Leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. To thank you for helping us, we are giving away free merch and our favorite lifestyle products each month. To be entered, screenshot your review, make sure to screenshot before you press submit, and send it over to us on Instagram at Learn to Live on Purpose. Thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode.